I'm a clay sculptor and I'm passionate and curious about all things creative. This podcast is about conversations with all kinds of artists, the how and the why they create. I'll be talking to painters, poets, potters, novelists, actors, musicians, clothing designers, leather makers, jewelers, and uh, there also may be some wine involved. Episode number 11. So I would like to welcome Christine Rio of Slate Jewelry to the show. So welcome, Christine. Thanks for having me. We're going to start by, I'm going to do this. I love this sound. It is a good sound. There will be another sound, apparently. There will be the howling sound. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm having Quellsgate. 2018 Pinot Noir. What are you drinking? I have a Blasted Church Cabernet uh, 2017. Okay. One of my favorite wineries. There's howling in the background. Is that how much you love the wine? (laughs) Yeah, baby. (laughs) This is Ripley. Oh, he's very cute. He's a little pug. She's my appendage. He's your pet. <laughs> she, there's nowhere I can go where she's not touching me or on me or. Oh really? Oh, I, oh I had God. a boyfriend like that once. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so you know, I asked you to come on because I love your work. I've got a few of your pieces, and I have no idea about the art of jewelry making. So can we get started with like where you were when you decided or what was the aha moment when you thought, I think I'm going to make jewelry for people for a living? Like what what was that? Well, you know, I went at it with a lot of planning and thought. Um, not. I did literally buy an earring kit from Michael's. I had stopped <laughs> working full time. I was going to be a housewife, which I'm not very good at. I bought this earring kit because I've always loved jewelry. I've always worn big jewelry, vintage jewelry, like everything large and dramatic. Bought this earring kit and before the evening was over, I was like, I'm going to sell my jewelry. Really? It was, like, it was literally that instant. And then within a couple of weeks, I had a name registered. I'd signed up for a craft show, whatever. Like it really just went. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. But you just but, knew that you wanted this to be your job. Yeah, it really was. Like I've always done arty things. I've, you know, write and I've paint, but this really just stuck. And then when I figured out about the whole metalsmithing thing and what you could do with a hammer and fire, mm. like it really, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was the right thing to stick with. So where did you go to learn the craft of working with metal? That that's got to be something that's a skill. It's a skill set for sure. It, it is a skill set. There's a lot of science behind it. I just started fiddling around. I did a lot of things my way at the beginning. Not everything was right, but some of it worked. You know, you just sort of tackle problems. I think the big change for that was when, I guess it was 2016, when I had really decided to go at this full time. I went to San Francisco and I took a course in chasing a repose at the Revere Academy. Okay. And that's like three-dimensional metalwork, you know, making like embossed scenes and things. I mean, it was very focused and we only did that. We didn't do any soldering or anything else. All we did was sit there for days on end, hammering little bits of things. It was like, okay, you know what? Maybe learning how to do this properly is a good idea. And then I took some classes in Steve's at Jovisto, metal fabrication. So 
learning how to make sterling and then, you know, rolling it out and all that. So there was all the science behind the actual making of the metal, let alone make it move and be able to work it easier. And then, so you actually, first of all, what kind of metal do you work in right now? Mostly in sterling. In sterling. Like setups that I can, I can make. I've started working with gold fill, not pure gold. I can't afford that. (laughs) Like this afternoon, I spent the day figuring out how much I could torture gold. Can I burn holes in it? Can I reticulate it? Can I? Oh, really? How much you can torture gold? Well, it's just to get different textures. Right? Oh, I know. I love that idea. Torturing gold is like, I, I don't think I could have gold long enough to torture it. It would just leave my hand. It's always so perfect and shiny yeah. and polished. And it's yeah. like, no, no, no. So um, let's describe your pieces. And like, of course, we'll get people to go to your website after this. But because this is just audio and we don't, we're talking about creative things, but they're visual right now. How would you describe your pieces? Like They're large. They're all one. They seem all one of a kind, these pieces. Yeah, a lot of them are very limited pieces because I do produce everything by hand and everything is cut out by hand. I don't press things out to make like mass amounts of it. And right. yeah, always so many ideas (laughs) it would be worse if she was outside of the room so really okay so you know there's I have a shorter attention span because there's always something to come in but I describe I mean I guess there's statement jewelry which I don't really like the phrase I want it to be little sculptures yeah really whether it's a really minimalist modern art because I really hardcore modern architecture a lot yeah or if it's something that's just jammed full of details and movement I I know my style can be a little all over the map but I want it to be little sculptures and I want it to be timeless yeah that's the way I see they're they're very sculptural your pieces they're they have definite shapes and moods to them what that's what appeals to me they're unique so that when you're wearing one of your pieces you feel like you've got something one of a kind on I've got Martha sturdy earrings for my 30 years ago mm-hmm. and they're big and dramatic and they're just as relevant now as they were then they're not retro or anything like that they just always are it's like a pair of flu bugs, right mm-hmm. they're just not ever in style Preach. they're just they're just outside of it all right yeah you know? yeah and that's yeah. what I want you know it's expensive and I want it to last and I want people to covet it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's every piece you make, I'm sure is is something that you would wear yourself, right? Yeah. Because it's got to please you first, right? You're not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've been making the little gemstone stacker rings, and that's not something I would make, but it's an exercise in learning to just getting better at setting stones. And, you know, they are a commercial thing, but I'd rather be making the big one of a kind that's stuff. And I'll wear it with a t-shirt and jeans and go grocery shopping with it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's your biggest critic too, right? You you make a new piece, you show you show Ripley, and and he's got to decide yes or no right away. So That's so nice. you've had quite a quick rise with your success because I've seen you featured in some big magazines. Can you talk a little bit about that? How did they find you? Instagram. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm right now. I'm being represented by two organizations in New York. Yeah, they're lending pieces out for editorial work there's some italian magazines too that are going to have pieces featured in them apparently as well but yeah the all places have found me on instagram Um, even like the milan jewelry week i knew about it but they reached out to me and said you you come and apply we'll take you kind of thing really before i had the nerve myself to just send in a blind application so 
Is that is that somewhere you you have to go? Then you can't just send your jewelry along. Well, of course, I, what things start opening up again, you you have to go to Milan. I, I do have to. My jewelry's oh, been there twice now, and I have not been there at all. There's the four pieces that I did the, for this year's version that was supposed to happen in June, and they're like I think the coolest things I've ever done. They've got the charcoal wood, and they're just yeah really abstract. And I had all those yeah. professional photos done for them, but it was going to be in June, and there was like there's no way I'm traveling right not. now. No, but they've postponed till October of next year. You know, it's like you know what? I think I can go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> now, if you need someone to carry your jewelry case for you. You know, just I could put it out there right now. I'm available, but you know, oh. I my hand on the airplane. Yeah, that's so exciting. Wow. Oh, you know, that's that would be great. I'd like to go to that yeah. one time, and I'd love to go to a lot of these things in New York sometime. But oh yeah, oh yes. Is there a New York jewelry? There must be gazillion. gazillion yeah, this this shows. one that I'm doing now, where they've asked me to be like one of their. Um, ambassador brands for the spring um, metal and smith they were holding like boutique wow. trade shows and it'd be nice to be able to go and do one of those when things open again oh my gosh yeah. how exciting so you, you don't start small <laughs> it's like you start with new york do it <laughs> Of course, where is there to go from here? Well, are they showing on Mars yet? I don't know, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole top down approach. Right, 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 you know, right. From right, the right. corporate world. We're just going to do it. We'll figure out how we do yeah. it on the way. Yeah. You know? And we'll just make mistakes and that's okay. But that's what I love about the creative spirit is that, you know, you had this drive to do something. You started with a jewelry kit from Michael's and mm -hmm. now you've got Milan contacting you like in a matter of, whoa. <laughs> that's fantastic <Yeah. laughs> really it's pretty good yeah it's yeah. like some days it's like oh look at that look at this little housewife you know in Cloverdale did right ah, but, but you know what there's nothing wrong with staying at home and taking care of people but I'm just saying it sounds way more exciting <laughs> to be oh, yeah. going to Milan and I really do suck at cleaning so it's way <laughs> better that I do yeah, cleaning houses are so overrated unless you're getting paid well for it. And then, you know. So I'm happy to pay the lady that yeah. comes to do our house. <laughs> So, so what's on your agenda right now? Like what, what's your next project? Do you have an ongoing one or do you just making individual pieces as you go along? Well, you know, last year I managed to keep pretty busy with everything and now things seem to have come to a stop. So it's really a question of still learning and then trying out things that I've you know, said today, like just destroying some gold for the heck of it, right? Mm, yeah. Trying some things out, taking yeah. some more classes online. We are planning on moving to the island in the summer. So just um, for people, because I've got people listening all over, just when you're saying oh, the island, you're saying- Vancouver the, Island. Vancouver Island, okay. Near That's Victoria. Beautiful. Oh, lovely. And the house that we've bought there has a separate studio building um, a workshop for me and so I'm I'm looking forward to spending the summer outfitting it and getting yeah. it all set up yeah, but I'm hoping work. that down the road I'll be able to teach classes in it good idea and stuff like that it's good to share what you learned that i think that's that's sort of part of the responsibility of, of being a creative person and if you do it for a living you got to pass on that knowledge sooner or later so that other people can fulfill their creativity right you know feeling confident enough that i can actually impart something you know you gotta stop saying that no no you're an educated person you've done the work you've done that you know like no it's not winging it it's like hey life's winging it if when you're self-employed that's winging it right yeah <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Yeah. <laughs> and, now, and you're also using the gemstones. That's what, what thing I've noticed recently in your Instagram post. So what kind of gemstones are you using? Well, I, I mean, I just, I buy again, things that are, that I think are pretty. So yeah. I use, and the tones that go well with the patinas that I use the darker colors. So okay. there's like, like darker smoky quartz, or I like quartz a lot. There's honey quartz, which is just mm. beautiful and delicious. I use a, like labradorite, just things that have rich, rich tones to mm-hmm. them. And I like the rose cut ones because they're really highly faceted mm. and they just capture the light so beautifully. I, I have these chocolate sapphires. Oh, I had no idea really? that sapphires come in, in brown. And when the light hits these, they are incredibly beautiful. So oh. you get all the facets on that and you hold it in the light and it's just like wow. caramel and chocolate sauce being poured oh. all over sparkly. It's just so beautiful. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, that sounds, they're really beautiful. And you're right. I love how those gems that you've chosen go with the, what you do. So you're getting these batinas, these different colors out of the sterling really extends the, the, the color oh. of the sterling then, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> oh, he likes that. He, so, so he likes Patina's the patinas. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do it with heat or you can do it with chemicals. Oh, you know, really? It depends on what mood. So what causes the most distress to a piece then? Is it chemicals? Yeah. Ah, okay. And then yeah. heating it and banging it around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what you're really saying is that the jewelry making is a form of uh, anger management for you then. (laughs) Some days, some days. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It is a good stress relief. Today I'm melting a lot of stuff because I'm very frustrated. Oh, really? You melt it down, start again? Yeah. Yeah. You just keep doing it again. Start again. Fresh starts. Right. So when you, when you buy your metal, is it, how does it come? Does it, it comes in sheet? Yep. You can buy any metal, sterling, brass, copper, gold, whatever, in, in sheets and in different okay. thicknesses or gauges, or you can buy it in wire. Okay. Round wire. I mean, wire comes in all kinds of shapes, square, round, triangle, oh, okay. whatever. And that's what they, that's what you make rings out of then, the, the wire. Is that how yes. it works? Okay. Usually, if I if a wide band ring is made out of sheet. Oh, okay. Or like when I'm melting it, I, I, I roll it out through a rolling melt into the shapes that I want. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. You can take, you know, a piece of wire, which is like, that's exciting. And then you can turn it into really amazing creations. And it's just, it's kind of neat to see when it all works out. Yeah, I love how you've spun some of that wire around your like that a piece I saw today of yours, it was a necklace with it looked like nails or something. Like you'd was that is that the piece with it looks like you had twisted nails somehow into it? Yeah, it's on its test square. Yeah, it's pieces, listeners can't see it, yeah. but it's pieces of silver wire. Yeah. And then I heat the ends. And when you heat the ends of wire, it balls up. Oh. And if you fast, as it balls, you smash it down on the surface. Oh. And, and then you get, it's called a nail. A nail head. So they look like nails that have been all twisted up. It's it's such a, yeah. like, did you call this your industrial series? Yeah, because yeah. this is iron wire. Oh, okay. Black iron. So it's really messy. And it's, I mean, it's steel basically, but so I'm just playing with it to see what I can do with it as far as heat and texturing right now. It will rust, but I've put clear Mm. coats on it. So it should be just fine for lasting. 
Oh. It's just a different, different look. I mean, it could be yeah. silver that I just blacken with patina, but I like the idea of the iron. Yeah, the it's iron. That, yeah, and that's what lends itself, I guess, to the industrial look then, the real chunkiness of it. Yeah, well, I mean, it still comes from like years ago when I was like more this and I was doing more steampunk things because I, I mean, I really love that whole environment. Mm-hmm. Steampunk, yeah, me too. You too, just that sort of like off center all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was raised on Monty Python. Like, uh huh. Oh, oh, that's what you think of as. Oh, that's interesting. So, what oh, are no, some, but just that whole off kilter? Off kilter, of. yeah. So, what what are some of your influences? If you think visual influences, that's interesting that you said Monty Python because yeah, they're they're that that's humor and it's. It's English. Humor, but all the look at all the cartoons, like all the little movies, the Terry um Gill- Terry Gilliam. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, all the weird little animated movies mm-hmm. from that. Obviously, any surrealist artist. I have Dally's prints all over the place oh, in my house. That's interesting. So Just, Dally is an inspiration. Yeah. Well, you so, have to go to Spain too. You have to go to Barcelona and to the Salvador Dali Museum. I do indeed. There's got to be a Spain jewelry <laughs> show that wants you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it, it, so just, yeah. just stuff like that that's sort of out there, just not mainstream. I'm not a top 10 list kind of person. Like, <laughs> Just things that cut, catch your eye and that, that you stay with. And then that's mm-hmm. how your eye. Do you wake up with like shape, like ideas? Where, when do the yeah. ideas come to you? I, it's constant. It, I do dream about them. I draw shapes in the steam of the shower. <laughs> um, you know, it could be doing something and I see a scrap of metal that's just like waste. And I, and I like the way it, it looks. I was like, oh, well, you know what? Let's make something actually in that shape or it's uh-huh. the shape of a stone that you want to like highlight. It's just, it's uh-huh. definitely shape driven. Mm-hmm. That is, and that's very, you're really seeing in 3D and you're approaching it like a sculptor for sure, that you're seeing something and you're acting on it. That is very cool. So is jewelry, I mean, I know ceramics is hard on your hands, but I, you know, whatever, 40 years in, I'm not going to change my, my, me- <laughs> my methods. Is jewelry really hard on your hands, jewelry making? Yeah, some days it is, right? If it's a day of a lot of assembly, you know, I've got like I don't use jump rings or like little connectors. Everything is wire wrapped and held together securely. So if it's a day of a lot of different tools and all, yeah, mm-hmm. my hands can get tired. Mm-hmm. You know, I hammer myself probably every single day, <laughs> which is fun. I haven't burnt myself too badly yet. Oh, you haven't. Oh, so, just so, a little so you're bit, good with fire is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I mean, it's bound to happen one day. I, I've touched my arm to the top of the torch after mm. I turned it off, and mm. that's left some nice marks, but I haven't actually mm-hmm. flamed myself yet. But yeah, so it's, yeah, you know, my neck gets tired because you're hunched over, right? Yeah. I mean, you know yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I have to do yoga like every every day or every other day at least because it, it corrects the. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Stand yeah. up straight. No, it's not. It's too late. Anyways. <laughs> oh, okay. So, and and how many hours a day are you in your studio creating? Because you you looks like you got quite a demanding schedule. I would like ideally. I mean, I like to do a full day's workout there. I mean, I guess most days I get four or five hours. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm lucky, I'm I be out there yeah nine to five no problem mm-hmm. six seven days <laughs> mm-hmm. and I you get- know nine to five is so overrated because you can work 11 to seven <laughs> or 
Well, I have to <laughs> feed other people in this house. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. there's that. Okay. There's they that need to be house. fed. Like, no. Yeah. Right. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Number. And do you envision your company? So it's called Slate. And do you envision it? I mean, with what the demand is starting with these shows calling you from all over the world, do you envision your work being more, you're going to have to hire out and do certain designs, like repeat the designs, or do you want to just keep doing one of a kind stuff, which will then probably elevate the value of it then? If there, because there'll be, it's supply and demand is what it comes down to, isn't it? Yeah, I, I would, I would like to do both. I would like to be able to do two collections a year, let's say, or one, but you know, let's say two that could be produced by an, an apprentice or somebody like that. Yeah. Still, you know, it wouldn't be like thousands of them, but at a manageable yeah. level. And I would do the originals and then they could reproduce them and then have the freedom to do the art pieces that I could still yeah. display in art jewelry exhibitions. Right. I mean, ideally, I would like to have yeah one or two people do that part of it rather than I, I'm just not very good at making very many of the same thing because right. yeah, <laughs> I get bored. <laughs> but that's, that's where it comes into a design and manufacturing. Then make you place yourself as a designer and then you train up people that can reproduce certain designs yeah. I ma- imagine yeah, I, I think that would be an awesome place to to be in definitely so. <laughs> that's very so exciting that's so exciting and I have a, a couple of your pieces now so you know eBay in a few years they'll be worth <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah these are early Christine Rio I'm curious what was the name slate what, what's that about well because most things do start with a piece of sheet metal it is a blank slate ah right and something will rise up out of it right and then again every day we wake up as a blank slate you know and who do you want to be today what do you want to say about ah your mood or who you are today with your accessories or something but mostly it's just the metal the metal starts as nothing and and it it can be anything and you evolve it into a wearable piece of art yeah Yeah. my favorite quote is is a hitchcock quote Oh, which is ideas come from everything. Oh, I like that. I hadn't heard that. Ideas come from everything. Yeah, that's how it's worded. But yeah, that idea. So, so anything, anything can come out of this piece of wire or this yeah. two by four piece of sterling. Yeah. Oh, I love that idea. I love that because it's just it's like stay open, stay, consider everything as possibility. Yep. Be curious. Be curious all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it is a is a woefully ignored positive trait in people. <laughs> That's true. In Being adults. curious. Yeah. Children are curious and then it's somehow trained out of us. Yes. Yeah. So we color in between the lines. No, no. we don't want to color in between the lines. No. <sighs> You're so, so enlightening. Thank you so much, Christine, for that was incredible. I, I've learned so much more about your process because I really have no clue about how jewelry evolves. And especially your work. So let's okay, let's talk about your website. Tell everybody your website. Okay, so it is slate jewelry, J-E-W-E-L-R-Y.com. Okay. Yeah, and, then- and everything things on there. I'm on Instagram mm-hmm. at Slate Jewelry. I'll say most pieces get posted to Instagram long before they ever get on the website. Oh, that's, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but I'm trying to get better at that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's the best place to find you. And then if they happen to be in Milan. <laughs> <laughs> in 20 is it 2021 22 2022 20, october 2022 okay it's when they postponed it to 
I'm going to miss those pieces. I really did like them. Oh, well, that's okay. You practice your Italian and you have some great pasta and great wine and, you know, you'll get over it. <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm really going to insist that, uh, that I have to go to that show. Yes, absolutely. I insist. I insist. Okay. <laughs> Tell me <I'm> okay. <laughs> Well, thank you, Christine. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank oh, you, Uncorked, and then, so I'm going to cheers to you. Cheers and to you. Success. You and, too. Uh, yeah. Good luck with this podcast. It's a great thank idea. You. Yes, it's a growing concern. I'll say goodbye to uh, Ripley as well, because he's all of a sudden become very quiet. So yeah, she's just snoring. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I had boyfriends like that, too. <laughs> episode 11 all done with christine rio go check her out online and remember this is another plug for buy local buy original art because it'll only enrich your life so stay tuned next week for another creatives uncorked remember creativity is intelligence having fun